2: Cool. So, whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready.
0: Whenever you're ready.
2: So, big news. I signed up for a 5K. Hey! Yeah. That's great. Yeah, if it goes well, I'm going to do a 10K in the spring. Also great. Go
1: in places, man. You're going places. I'm
2: just unsure. Like, do they just send me the money or.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Wide open, gets the punt, That's the only reason I do these podcasts, is so I can hear all
0: the amazing things
2: about myself, so thanks for having me, and now I'm signing off. I am uh, honored, thrilled. This is uh, one of the greatest achievements of my life.
1: I literally, I, I, I showered and I combed my hair for you. <laughs> well, we appreciate that.
2: You're so lame. Is this lame. really how we're going to do this, You're you are so lame. <laughs> but I love it.
1: I don't know if it's worse than Ryan. like Ryan's joke the other week or better. I'm like, I don't even know what that means.
2: It's great.
0: That's good stuff. That's good. I like it. Welcome, everybody, to the PP1 podcast. Like a solid J. Cole album. No features this week. It's just the boys. The boys on the bench. We got myself, Ryan. I'm the one with the biggest head of the group. Um, it's like an orange it's on a toothpick. Not even,
2: it's not even close. It's
0: not even like a competition. I'm just stating a fact. Um, we've got uh, we've got uh, the bank robber, Ted, to uh, my screen left, who is wearing uh, the shirt. I swear to you, I just about put that shirt on, the Buck Martinez baseball card. I had it in my hand. I'm like, ah, not today. So thank you for wearing that. Welcome, Ted.
2: Yeah great i'm I'm glad i love this shirt it's it's super soft and comfortable i should probably just be wearing it more often but now that it's spring i'm there
0: i think i went one size too small on that shirt so i don't wear it as much as i'd like to so i'll do another one i maybe get nolan ryan good idea i know and uh brady out in the dungeon out in the burnaby with his pp1 podcast official hat welcome to the podcast brady I think he froze, and he's on mute. He must have frozen, or he's incredibly stoic, one or the other. He's just deep in thought. Okay, you can talk now. You're loud.
1: Sorry, bad connection there, guys, but I am back in the spot with the boys.
0: So, as I was saying before, welcome, Brady. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Welcome back. Yeah, I'm here. So It's uh, like yeah, you never left. Like said, yeah, had some uh, tough connection problems there, but ready to go. Um, yeah, why don't we hit it up? Let's go.
0: Um I, I don't know if you guys have seen this, um, that giant container ship in the Suez Canal. I know this has no. nothing to do with sports. Is, have
2: this, you... is this a dad joke or is this no? This thing? is real it life. Sounds interesting.
0: D- I've, have you guys not seen this? Really?
1: I never know anymore. Like
0: okay, this is know. no. This is real. There's no joke in here. I might find a joke somewhere in there. So the Suez Canal. I know we've probably lost every listener at this point. Is uh, like one of the biggest trading routes, like in the world, like water water wise. Anyway, this massive four hundred thousand ton container ship. You know that scene in Austin Powers when he stu- when he gets the, the cart the reverse stuck. Reverse,
2: forward, reverse, forward, <laughs> reverse, forward. The the ten million point turn of death.
0: It's literally that on like one of the biggest trade routes in the world.
1: Oh man! It's
0: like this is going on like day five or something, and they're trying to like dig out land so they can try to like float and like it's no it's way. it's insane. You gotta check it out. Like it's. I was trying to figure. I'm like, is this like essentially what the Canucks are doing right now? But it's it's kind of <laughs> that just way.
2: Stuck in land limbo.
0: Yeah. Like, but you got to see this. Like, it is so laughable, and it's funny too because it has this big evergreen on the side. and like, this will last forever. <laughs> so Check it so, out.
2: It's funny. Uh, I so I love the, the current event stuff. That's cool. I, I I'm gonna go look that shit up. But have you guys seen? So I got caught up in this this week on on Twitter. But have you guys seen? The cinnamon toast crunch fiasco i saw like i I quickly read my god film was it like a a a shrimp shrimp crunch fiasco yeah so there's this dude he's he's eating his his cinnamon toast crunch and he stumbles upon shrimp tails in his cereal and so but it's not like somebody popped shrimp tails and they're like these things are crusted in cinnamon toast crunch topping and they look like they're that somebody tried to make them into Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and there's like smaller squares that have like little black specks in them and stuff like that. So, so he tweets it out to Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and they respond back and they're like, "Oh, we're like so sorry that happened. Like, let us know your address so we can send you a real we'll get you a new box." Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs>
2: and you know- and the worst part is, is like the the dude is not just like some dude. He's like he's like I can't remember his first name something Carp, but he's married to. Topanga from Boy Meets World. Oh, that's
1: what that's all about. Topanga! And dude. so, yeah,
2: total, babe. So Corey's and pissed, so, clearly. Yeah. So my brother, have, like, my
1: brother met her. Anyway. There cool. you go. Little, little cool. fact. So
2: <laughs> the thing is, is that they, between the two of them, they have like a big enough following where he's just like, "What? Do you, that's it? There's shrimp in my Cinnamon Toast Crunch and all you're going to be like is, tch, we'll send you a replacement box? So he's like, since... You know, shared the DMs back and forth and showed the Twitter world and it is like it is blown up. Like hundreds of thousands of retweets. It's a terrible serial. Yeah, now Side now Cinnamon Toast crunch is on like crazy damage control and they're like asking him to send it back for testing and he's like, No, I'm not sending you back the evidence. I'm sending it out for testing. Like it's yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. it's Man, getting out of control. I can't just dis- I can't wait to see where it goes.
1: The minute I found out about that, you know what I did? What's went- crunch? No, I already had it. I went out Boy a pull a cinnamon toast crunch. You that's, know what? It was it was just as good as it has al- always been, you know, like, Did you sprinkle
0: some shrimp tails in there?
1: <laughs> no, I'm not a shrimp kind of guy. Well, no. they
2: tried so. to tell him that they tried to tell him that the shrimp tails were just crusted sugar. Mm-mm. You can't you and can't fake like, that. You can't fake that. Are you trying to just make me look stupid here in front of everybody because by now everyone hits it. Just it's just crusted sugar. So yeah, oh my god,
1: that's weird. they actually tried to say that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's way out of control. It's so stupid Oh-ly. but I, I can't stop watching. Oh, man. That's like a top 3 cereal for me, you guys.
0: Oh, it's so gross. Like it's just Are You sure? Okay, well if, if you're like a good,
2: 10, I was going to go here with that. So what is like your what is your number one sugary cereal? And for sugar-y. Brady, if it's your top 3 cereal, I want to know what else is in there.
1: <sighs> it's funny. I just had this debate with my family over the weekend. And it's it's too hard. It's it's tough, man. Uh, but uh I gotta say I honestly think frosted flakes would be in there too. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, I used uh, to religiously eat frosted uh, flakes. Hey, those, those are they're great. They I are. Don't, yeah.
1: There's, I uh, didn't even need the tiger. I would have eaten like, them on my own. Yeah, like I don't know, Captain Crunch, cut your mouth corn pops, like Nest, nest yeah, I'm like watching like, man, you talk right
2: now, I feel like you got baked eyes going on right now. Like you want to
1: cereal. <laughs> yeah, man. You got I'm guys, on cereal binge lately. You guys. So. You guys. What about you guys? What What's your top three?
2: Uh, <sighs> so me, I, I like um, I like Reese Puffs. I haven't had those. I'm a huge Reese Puffs. Guy. I'm a big peanut butter guy. As it is, right? Okay. Like there's, there's peanut butter is its own food group. Everybody knows that. Yes.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, peanut
2: butter and bacon. Yeah. Oh, so mm-hmm. have you had maple peanut butter bacon? I am pro- I probably can- have. Can- candied, mi- candied bacon? Yeah. So Reese puffs, I'd have to put like Cap'n Crunch in there too. Okay. Mm.
1: Scratches the roof of your mouth though, you know?
2: It does. You can't eat a bunch. It's like salt and vinegar chips, right? It's almost the yeah. like perfect, it's the perfect cereal. Like salt and vinegar chips, you can only have so many chips, except for when you accidentally eat a whole bag. But because it just That's when it's just makes your mouth so run, you got to call it quit, right? That's when it's so many. And Cap'n Crunch is the same way. So I'd, I have to put Captain Crunch in there, and then uh, I like just about anything with maple on it too. Maple. So they okay. always come up with like those special edition maple cereals of, of whatever it is from. Yeah. It could be maple Cheerios, or it could be like maple Chex, or whatever. I like all that stuff.
0: You're just the the maple flavor. You're good with.
2: Yeah.
1: The you know the maple
2: kind.
0: The maple.
1: So Ryan, are you like your favorite ones are like Shreddies, no sugar? Ugh, like no. Life. I used after, to I maybe, I maybe a little vector
0: vector yeah my kids no name brand puffed wheat my kids eat vector
1: cheerios plain
0: no i can't do plain like growing up shreddies for with sugar for sure but i couldn't eat them like without it
2: are you like a full tablespoon of sugar Meh. guy Even oh I would, no, sugar I would no
0: i would like i would ryan it so like basically like it was technically shreddies but it was mostly sugar and my kids caught on to that so um i would probably say for my top three i'm a little bit all over the place um fruit loops
1: yeah okay i just
0: i don't know like i could crush a bowl of fruit loops pretty much whenever i haven't had a bowl in forever but like (laughs) when you go camping and you get the pack you know the camping pack we all know it Uh fruit loops like i'll I'll crush a box of that for sure kids you you can have make sure there's a box for dad um i'm gonna go for a throwback and we didn't get these ones a lot um but i whenever i could kind of work it in um into the grocery cart i would um fruity pebbles
2: oh yeah Ooh.
0: they were like R- again milk
2: after yeah i'm with yeah. that
0: but <laughs> they were i don't know like it was just one of those that like again i i probably only had a couple boxes ever but i and don't a know
1: special
0: one they're just it was it was good like you have it yeah it was it and wow. dear to my heart um yeah. it was yeah, it was pretty Just
2: speaking each other's language yeah, yeah. he's
0: I like keep it. going get there for me get there for me <laughs> I used to I used to be hardcore um, Frosted Flakes. I had a bowl every day for probably four years. Wow,
1: that's impressive.
0: And then then things actually got pretty bad. I found out that it was starting to affect like um, my head a little bit. I I was getting like dizzy spells. Like I could call it (laughs) to like the day. Oh yeah, I stopped eating them. Never had one since. I'm I'm dead serious.
2: (laughs) So food is like that. I'll just add one more quick story on just on that point before we get into the connection. I
0: don't have my third cheer. I don't have my third. Oh, no, no. Oh, we're I said I. Week. We don't Sorry. even need to talk about
2: fruity, Canucks, you guys. Fru- fruity, fruity pebbles, pebbles and
0: and, and fruit loops, flakes. which is weird. No, fru- Frosted pebbles, Flakes Frosted didn't make it.
1: That-
2: oh, okay. This is just a cereal
0: you I was just getting uh, how I did have it, but it wasn't mm-hmm. my. It yeah. used to be, um, honey bunches of oats. With the little nuts in there. Never,
1: I don't think I've ever had it.
0: It's pretty Remember good. Remember
1: Honeycombs? I,
0: okay. And I'll throw, like, honorable mention Honeycombs. Those are honeycomb. hard
2: overrated. You think Those so? Hard, yeah, hard overrated. You, you think so? Fucking up the roof of your mouth, it's it's honeycomb.
0: Ah, uh, no. Yeah, I don't but, think you so. You know
1: what? I think he's onto something.
0: Maybe right? you had a bee in yours or something.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe it <was> shrimp. But <laughs> you know what? The, like, for all us, uh, our grown-ups now, you know what is the king of grown-up cereal?
2: Coffee.
1: Just right.
2: What, what is that? I
1: don't think I've ever had that. Wow,
0: so you're a grown up, and maybe we're too grown up.
1: Just right, because you need just the right amount of milk for it. And trust me, when you do try it, it's like way less milk than you'd think.
0: No kidding. Hmm. I think we lost some people there. When you just dropped that, it
1: was just wrong. I think I was, was just, just
0: wrong. wrong. Yeah, put you on care some Price or something. So, yeah, I know. So let's uh, let's let's talk hockey. Um, Brady, you actually, before we get completely into it, um, you had a lot of posts this week of uh, the pp one hats.
1: Yeah, so uh, we're firing up some hats now that we got for sale uh, for our uh, so for listeners, if you guys are interested, plus we'll also be giving some away. We haven't really decided um, the quantity or when we're actually doing that, but we've, we've got them now, so it's something to be excited about.
0: Absolutely. They look pretty sharp. You're wearing one right now on the black I, I yep. it looks like, you know, you're ready. It's like definitely got that Canucks vibe to it for sure. Kind of but like night mode. Like, yeah. night mode, like night mode, Nightman, man, day man. Remember yeah.
2: that? Yeah. Yeah. People don't oh, forget. All
1: nighttime, daytime bird.
2: <gasps>
1: <gasps> yeah. So we got some sweet hats. We got, uh, you know, the, your classic kind of baseball cap. And then we also got the flat brim too. And we're working on, you know, also getting a couple, a couple more of those decals out too.
0: Yeah. And, um, so we're just working on the slides as well from summer skates. Those should be in our hands. We got down to two the black with the white square and the white with the black square. Um, we should see a pair of each of those so we can decide which ones are going to ultimately be the one. And maybe we do a run on one and maybe we do a run on the other eventually. Um, I'm sure that would please half and half because it seems to be from those tweets we had in the Instagram like it's down the middle. Um, I, I know Brady, like you're. You're you're into the slides, but like they kind of fit your feet funny. If you had to pick one though, which which one would you pick?
1: Ooh, man, I'd probably just have to get both. I'd mean, one for each foot, you know.
2: <laughs> this is the most Brady answer you could get. It's, I, exactly. it's on the par. Fence Brady Ted, I'm
1: an on the fence kind of guy, you know. Ted, what Add what was your on call? My mind.
2: Hey, look, I I think I think the white with the black looks good. It really pops off the off the the slide, but. But to to think about practicality, you have to go with the black slide with the white logo because th- that shit gets dirty. It does. It, it does. gets dirty. You, you, if you, those are comfy slides, you're going to be using them a lot. They're going to be a lot of wear on those things. So, you, I feel like the black lace is is just gonna is just gonna stand up a little bit better. And I know you know I was talking to Kevin today. Actually, I know those things are really good, washable. You can put them in the tie bags and stuff like that. Toss them in the wash machine. They're good to go. But if it's black and it doesn't look dirty, you don't have to wash it. So.
0: Yeah, but black gets dusty. Like we're out in the Okanagan here, so a lot of dirt trails and stuff. And not like you're gonna wear them hiking, but you know, if you're around or get around the campfire, like you can get a little dusty at the black ones. So, like I like the black ones too. I think white they dust, both they both does have dust their look
2: like on a on a white white lace though. What's dust look like on a white lace? Just dirt. <laughs> well, there you go.
1: Just man.
0: Dirt, just straight up dirt.
2: This was a lot easier
0: than I thought. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm torn. I'm torn. So once we get those, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have yeah, to have a meeting.
2: Really, torn.
0: We're gonna have to have a, a beer meeting on this. I think I, so.
1: Summer skates, like that's a good one, you know.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Um, so anyway, swagged up. Uh, we're giving away the headphones pretty quick too. And uh, so I think we got what another week for that. And um, the summer skates, Ted. When are we giving away uh, that final promo for? For the other one, I think we got one left for this month.
2: I think we were we were busting for the rest of this week to try to see how many we could get, and then maybe. Well, what's the end of the month here? We'll just check. The end of the month looks like a Tuesday, so we could a Wednesday. We could give it away on a Wednesday or a Tuesday. So we'll we'll put the tweet out pretty quickly here, and then uh, Instagram as well, and then however many likes or retweets we get, all those guys will go in a hat, and and one of the the entries from either Instagram or Twitter will win.
0: I like that. I like mixing both of them. It seems like give a little bit of everybody the love, so...
2: Yeah, surprisingly, we haven't had a winner from the Instagram side yet, so... It's due. It's due, I think, yeah. It's due, so... You can't hit that many posts and then not have one go in.
0: Unless you're the Vancouver Canucks. Unless you're the Vancouver Canucks, which was basically like last night when they hit one post, it was over. They they weren't going to score. They did score, but... Then they hit another post and another post and it was pretty much over at that point. Like it just blows my mind that they can run into those kind of uh, just absolute cold snaps where it doesn't matter how hard they work. Goals just aren't coming. I mean, the goal at the very end for Hoglander, I was pretty jacked because you know, it's a stat for him. So bumps his, bumps his rookie campaign up, but the rest of the team like, man, I don't care who's injured or, or what's going on. Like, this is just rough. So thankfully they got a week to think about it.
2: It was good to see the Hoglander go. I mean, obviously, so they, we don't need to recap because that's not what the show is, but no. they, they got, they got shit kicked in that game, but there was a ton of shots both ways, but um, it was good to see, to see Hoaglander get that goal. Um, and it was definitely a, it was definitely a hard work goal. Like to see him, a guy like that, go to the net and, and pot a goal um, after all those battles with Morrissey down low and, um, it seemed like he was just working constantly to get the puck, to see him to get rewarded like that was nice. And
0: those, the two, was it two or was there three too many men penalties last night?
2: Oh, i lost track. Like it was for sure two. And then it, it just. was at least two. Yeah. Brady, I... do you know how many, two, how many too many men penalties were there last night?
1: Honestly, man. I it was no at idea. least
2: two. It was for sure two. Yeah. That's yeah, too saw many. There was,
1: I saw a photo and then there was legit like six, four, six of our players were right in the offensive zone. How did that happen?
0: Uh, oh, I know what happened. I think they figured, I think someone was saying Travis Green, or they said on the broadcast that uh, Green's like, screw it. We're going to get the penalty anyway. So he sent another guy to just make sure that they didn't get scored on, which is kind of smart.
2: And it was great. So, so Keeks, our friend Keeks had a good, a good tweet. And it was was like a solid picture of, of one, two, three, four, five, six guys all out on the ice. And most of them were clumped together. And it was when Bonnie Henry limits your group size, um, but you try to sneak extra homies in. It was pretty (laughs) good.
1: Yeah. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. I saw that. Right.
2: So shout out to Keeks. That was a great tweet.
1: Yeah, no, but to be honest, I just haven't really been, uh, I haven't been able to catch the games too much lately. Just had I've had some family things going on and and pretty, pretty busy with school. So I'm kind of here just riding on your guys's coattails today.
0: You know what? Let's not talk about the Canucks for a bit because anybody that's listening to this knows what's going on. We'll get into it. Don't worry.
2: Haven't we been doing that? Not talking about the Canucks. For I think so. Bit, like this whole show. Yeah.
0: So let's continue to not talk about the Canucks for a, a short minute here. Um, The Buffalo Sabres are in a way worse position than the Vancouver Canucks. I don't know if you guys saw tonight. I believe they lost 4-0 to Pittsburgh. That puts them at winless... Like, winless.
1: Isn't it 16? 16
0: straight games. They have an OT and a shootout loss. That's awful.
1: Yeah, they're two wins away from tying the Pittsburgh Penguins record. NHL record for the most consecutive losses oh,
0: like you got we think you know as canucks fans we think we've got a bad that they're not trading away guys and i mean we're just pissed like ah oh, they're not going to make the playoffs or no they're not like these are the things we're talking about they're just thinking like will we win ever again ever again and the answer is probably no <laughs>
1: <laughs> not this season no like not how bad is season. that
0: like in of all years you think well we're gonna get one win like new jersey come on we could we could beat new jersey we could beat philly philly's been pretty bad nope nada pittsburgh definitely not gonna be
2: pittsburgh but guys i mean yeah we're, no way. we're potentially i mean we're making a lot of fun of the sabers right now but we're potentially a thatcher demko away from being in the same position
1: yeah like straight up i mean we could if we no know, it wasn't just a north yes. division 100%. If it wasn't just the North Division, I was going to say like if the Canucks were to play Buffalo, then maybe Buffalo would get a win this year. But
2: like this is this is a team that looks an awful like like an awful lot like like Vancouver, right? I mean, yeah, you you take you take Patterson and then you meet him with a Jack Eichel, right? I mean, you take Quinn Hughes and you meet him with Erasmus Rasmus Dolan. I mean, there's, there's, there's guys like Dylan Cousins out there who might be a nice match to, to talk about young talent like a Nils Hoaglander, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's... Mm-hmm. There's a there's a Taylor Hall you could easily easily match that with a Brock Besser right there's this team is very similar not even to mention that there's there's all sorts of other good players like out there like a possibly a, a Casey Middlestad who's who's still de- developing and and a Jeff Skinner who's having a terrible season by all standards um, not that you know Taylor Hall isn't having a bad season but um, even solid he, he went I mean, to get paid for a year and that's yeah, fair you you take an Eric stall yeah. and and you you see him with a Brandon Sutter I mean there's so Sam many Reinhardt. guys. Yeah. yeah, there's so many guys on that 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 roster and there's lots of likable players. I mean, you go back to the defensive side of things and talk about like maybe not so much alignment, but like a Yoki Harju or something like that. There's some nice players on that roster. And the one difference is that they're leaning on guys like Linus Allmark or Dustin Tokolsky or Uka Pekka or Hutton or Hauser. There's nobody there for depth in that goaltending system. And but those
0: aren't even terrible goaltenders, realistically.
2: They're, I mean, well, they're mm-hmm. not great. They're not. Not great this year,
0: but like Carter Hutton isn't a terrible goaltender.
2: Okay, so if we take that statement, those He's aren't average. even terrible goaltenders. He's average. We, so we'll mm-hmm. say average, right? What happens every time? Every time our backup goaltender starts for this team, and we get we average lose. goaltending, we yeah. Lose. If 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 Thatcher Badly. Demko isn't playing at an all star or elite level, this team loses games. Period. I th- I
0: think though.
1: Same as last year.
0: Does that not have again? This season, sure. Does that not have something to do with um, that Braden Holby hasn't had enough time to kind of change his, his system around Ian Clark? Yeah. I, Ian Clark's been changing how he, how his, um, what's it called? What's the word I'm looking for here? His sequence or whatever you want to call it. The, the goaltending system that they're running ian clark is changing brayden holby the same thing happened when markstrom came over from uh from florida right he wasn't looking sharp to start luongo even had to get changed over to a new system in vancouver and he wasn't looking he was good but eventually he perfected you know as far as angles and being square to the puck um and then those guys i mean Marky obviously we know what he is now but it didn't happen overnight and i know Braden holby is on the back nine of his career but you're basically teaching him to play an entirely new way um, than he's used to learn. And again, you're going to have losses for that because you're having to see and play the puck differently than he normally would. That being said, yes, this season, if he goes in, yeah, there's probably a loss more likely than a win. And if it is a win, it's going to be scratching tooth and nail probably to the end of the third period or maybe overtime. So um, again, not necessarily his fault, but we also did kind of know this going in too, so...
2: Did we? Because I thought that you guys were super duper high on the Holpe signing when we got
1: that last year. But yeah, we were. I was excited. I probably about it was. Sure. Yeah. But
2: we also knew that,
0: I mean, again, you're, you're coming in. He's probably not been as good as he, you know, even mediocre would have been nice. But um, yeah. I, again, not thinking about those kind of technical things, because I wasn't, but I'm sure it is a lot tougher if you're playing one style of goaltending and all of a sudden, you know, the goaltending coach is like, no, you can't do that. That doesn't work here. And you have to play I, I, an entirely different style.
2: Well, you and I talked to you and I talked to 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 Sarah and and goaltending guru, and we talked a lot about coaching. Cat, you and, mean? Pardon me, or sorry, Cat Silverman. Yeah. And and we talked a lot about goaltending, goaltending coaching, and and how the Arizona Coyotes were in a similar situation, having a solid goaltending coach, but two very very different goaltenders. Mm-hmm. And so both goaltenders were playing good but both played with a different style because coaches coach with what they have right so holby is a different goaltender than than demco right so mm-hmm. if you're working with your goaltender and you're working to improve his game you're working to improve his game based on his skills and and i haven't seen an improvement from game 1 to the game we're at now no you're bang on in holby at all right so no. we talked just earlier about hey Those guys are average, right? I mean, we would say that Holpe is probably better than what's going on in Buffalo, but Holpe hasn't even been average here in Vancouver. I say, and I could be completely wrong, so correct me, please, if I am, but if we get average goaltending from Braden Holpe, this team probably has three more wins.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. He's played 12, I I believe. Um, I think another thing you got to think about, too, is to add on to what Ryan's saying about kind of changing and tweaking uh, parts of your game. I mean, you have to also think that you have a starting goaltender who's now, who just had one of the, I think it was the longest uh, streak of, of days without going without it with a start. It was like 17 days or something like that. So not only is he, you know, trying to learn these new ways of being a goaltender under Clark, but he's, he's not getting the reps in with the games. Like if you're going to be learning new things, you're going to be, want to be playing a lot more and he's not getting that.
0: Maybe just put in Di Pietro.
2: Hey, good idea. Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, but. But at the end of the day, all we did was talk about, you know, Braden Holpe's credentials before coming to Vancouver, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, he'd won a cup two years prior, right?
2: Cup winner, NHL all-star, perennial league leader in the wins category are up there in that conversation. So shouldn't we expect that he should be able to carry and up and elevate his level of the game? Or is this exactly where Holpe has been for the last couple of years? and we're just continuing and to he's been hidden
0: he's been hidden because he's in front of a, or behind a Capitals team that probably can outscore yeah, their problems i mean
1: i think for all the goalies last year he had one of the worst uh, save percentages so i mean i don't think it's exactly hidden i kind of think we were we were hoping for a bit of a bounce back under clark and we're not getting that
0: well it i, I guess of all seasons this is probably a good season for this to happen so, so could,
1: on the on the dpetro oh, note
2: uh what a, what a shame, I feel like. Oh, sure. Yeah, so it, I, I would love to see him get rewarded, even if it was for a game. I think the only way that's going to happen, if there's some kind of injury or something like that. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we've spoken about that before, but it really would be good to see him get something, even if not just, just to help his career and management. It should be, you know, understanding of that.
1: Is it? Yeah, I, I totally understand that. But is there some kind of argument there that would say... You know, he's he's playing with NHL players every day. I think we had this we had this exact same kind of argument about Olio Levy being in the bubble. Right. And we were talking about how how much better that was for him to be in the bubble rather than the AHL. So then suddenly it comes around to D Pietro. And I know I know it's not the exact same thing, but they do see a lot of shots in practice. And probably with the taxi squad. Just not game situations, though. I mean, though. it's funny how that kind of narrative can just switch because it's a goaltender and not a, a player. But Ulevi so.
0: was only, what? That was only a couple months. Di Pietro hasn't been in a game in a calendar over a calendar year. Like, yeah, one, yeah, one's a couple yeah, months sure. and one... And again, Ulevi is one of multiple players. I think we talked about this a bit last week. He's one of six, possibly seven players, as far as the defenseman position goes. There's one net. There can only be one guy and one guy backing up.
1: No, but it's not like I guess the argument is like what's the like what's better taking shots in practice against NHL players or playing at the NHL level and getting your games in.
2: It,
0: well, and I, I think, that's tough. Yeah, I think
2: we we talked about this before and and I think it's playing at the NHL level, right? A guy at, at that age needs needs rep to to grow his game and and to develop, right? You if if you're if you're a 30-year-old pro, you need to be on the taxi squad. Do you know what I mean? Because your game is what it is. And and you are experienced in stepping in with little with little prep time, right? Yeah, if you're like a
0: Mike McKenna or a Anders Nielsen or
2: Perfect, yeah. The the difference is and, and Brady I think this is like a great question, right? Your is still is still not getting nearly the reps that he probably needs, but he is still getting games, right? I mean to, to go from zero game action. To 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 sum and then step off for a month and then come back in and play, you have the ability to do that, right? You don't. It's it's almost impossible to come in as as a young goaltender and not see anything other than just practice. You can't simulate games in practice. I mean, mm-hmm. you're told in practice to not go at like 110 percent because you're this is not a game situation, right? So that it's the level of game speed that he's that he's missing. And and although I and I still maintain this, I guarantee you, DP Pietro would would say that he'd rather be up with the team than down, but that might not be what's best for his career.
0: Agreed.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting debate It's, for it's sure. a weird one.
0: Okay, I'm going to throw it to two ad reads, and then we'll, do, uh, we'll get back into it. Spinner Sound Center is your home for hi-fi sound. They can turn your regular TV audio setup into the ultimate home theater experience. From Q Acoustics, Focal, and JBL to Microlab, they have your audio needs covered. Bookshelf speakers to complete home automation to killer headphones. There isn't anything Spinners can't help you with. They also gave us some pretty sweet headphones to give to you. Spinner Sound Center in Vernon. Hi-Fi, home theater, home automation. 3107 30th Avenue, Vernon. And our boys at Summer Skates. Summer skate sandals are the answer for your feet before and after the game. Their unique design employs skate lace uppers with a soft lining that gives your feet the love they deserve when you just neglected them for 60 minutes on the ice, or in my case, a lot longer. Multiple lace color options, NHLPA license, which gives you the option to put any name and any number on top, including the Grade 8 Alex Ovechkin in yellow ski laces. Customizable name and numbers, and the ability to put your own team logo on them as well. They mold to your foot like your favorite pair of sandals already do, and they have a flexible sports sole. The PP1 boys wear them, and you should too. Summer skates. #Hashtag Walk the Talk. Man, how good am I on those? I say it every week, but I'm good.
1: Hey, yeah, you're you're solid, buddy. You're just, getting better and better every time. It's
0: it's almost like it's pre-recorded. <laughs> it's, it's how many supposed takes? It's in. Like in, I
1: know. In, all, in all seriousness, Ryan, how many takes?
0: I think that one I took three
1: that's pretty good three that's takes good only
0: because i i think the, one of the kids ran in the first time so
1: you should see hey. me when i'm at school trying to record my lines man like i think i had like 27 takes one time it's it's Like cool.
0: we're closed oh, wow. this is saturday brady go home oh sorry. and then you get in your own
2: head a little bit yeah
1: oh 100 it gets worse as you go for sure
2: guys i just want to take like a quick second i know we just did a bunch of ad reads but i want to uh just give a shout out and congratulate uh, a couple of friends of ours Steve Fisher and Chris Phillips um, at SS Fisher 87 and at Phillips Chris 12 for the launch of their new bod- third podcast uh, Ballhawks great stuff they're on their third episode already so if you get a chance to give those guys a follow on twitter you can get them at ball underscore pod the podcast is kicking ass it's a seahawks and ravens related podcast but those guys know what's up so congratulations boys i know that was a big feat for you to get that thing up off the ground but uh way to go
0: they have really good chemistry those two um i think yeah, they're funny they're they're, they're both they're both annoying in a normal circle but together they work really well
1: <laughs> the podcast is a total touchdown it, mm.
0: there you go there you go yeah way to go xfl I'm on, I'm on it way to go xfl way to go he um so me. Are, the, are the canucks uh, like are they going to be selling off i think if the canucks get an offer for a trade they need to take it i don't even care if it's like a wrong number and someone accidentally like calls and like hey this is so so find yeah. a way to make a trade like i don't care who calls them i don't care who any team in the league they should be willing and now especially with the updated seven-day quarantine that they just updated today um just just yes like if someone says we would like to yes i don't even care how the sentence finishes make a trade make something happen change up this team because they're not making the playoffs they're not they're not making the playoffs so they need to move some bodies and it sounds like they have a chance brady
1: yeah there's a rumor of a vertanin for uh nudavara swap i don't know too much about the defenseman but uh i see that the dollars are pretty similar and both guys kind of might need a shake up so i don't know if you guys have looked into uh, him much but i mean if we can if we can move vertanin for a, a decently young defenseman kind of youngish um i mean you got to take a look at it it's been a while since we made a trade with florida so uh Maybe there's something in the works there.
0: I don't like Nudivar. I don't know much about him, but what do we know about Jake? So I think that's a good fit.
1: I think we've realized, like, Jake for sure, like, he's not a – he's definitely – can't. he's not someone who can play in the top six. I mean, uh, what, how many games are we at right now? Like, 36, 37 games. He's got four goals, zero assists. Like, he's just – he's not he's not doing it.
0: Ted, can we go back, like, two years, and can I officially, like, bring my argument back that the Canucks mm-hmm. should trade Jake Vertanen?
1: Yeah, I, I, is it
0: now? Is it now fair?
2: <laughs> I think I think now now is the time. I think it would have been the wrong time. I mean, just last year you scored eighteen goals. That's true. Right? That's true. So so it was last year wouldn't have or the year before last wouldn't have been the right time. I think you would have been pissed if you said make the trade for Vertanen and he went somebody somewhere else. And we'll say in a full season, in an eighty-two game season, he went and popped twenty. But he wasn't going to do it not, here. You wouldn't have been happening. You but, wouldn't have been happy. But he wasn't right? doing it here, I think. But he literally did it here. Well, not 20. Right. You talked You talked about trading him, and then the very following season, he, he popped 18. He popped 20, including the playoffs, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm it saying, you. so it, that probably wasn't the right time. I still think you're still probably in that mold where you're like, we don't know what we have. We think we might have something. Yeah. We think we could be close to something, right? But- that ship is sailed, right? Like, now it's probably time. Now we can look at moving him. Mm-hmm. You know, if if we're going to get a player like Nunavarin, that's great. Very similar salaries. We just talked about that. I think you saved something like, you know, 800000 or something like that on the player. Uh, I don't know if I completely understand the depth, uh, but it's another player that this this team can use depth defensively. <laughs> um. So, I'd be curious what they think as for him being an upgrade over somebody like, you know, Chatfield or, or, or Yolevi or uh, Rafferty or who, who, who really hasn't done anything. Is he a lefty or a
1: righty? Do you know?
2: Yeah. That I don't know. I'll have to look that up. So, okay. There's, there's a, there's a couple of things, right? There's, there's probably other demon who are similar in that mold for what he's doing right now. It looks like he's a lefty. So, um, yeah, I, I I don't know what their thought is, but, but other than the fact that we probably all know that the defense needs to be overworked or not overworked, or, uh, like revamped,
1: revamped for sure, hundred percent. But
0: not Alex Edler; he's busy taking names this week.
2: Uh, that guy,
1: what a warrior! Two games
0: in a row, essentially two shots in a row. He's felled like you know a quarter of the NHL. It seems. Bo goes down, and you know we all feared the worst. And then it was Blake Wheeler, oh. I think, right? Was it, it was Blake Wheeler that got that got felled on the ice there, and I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, if you do that to two guys in a row, I tell you, man, like that—that's a Benning. Like, ah, okay, well, three years by six, so
1: <laughs> like that's
0: two pretty good shots. Imagine if he'd hit the net. Yeah, imagine if he'd hit the net once this season.
1: Yeah. You know, how I, I, we're always talking about Edler's fluffer, like from the point. Does he even a you know fluffer? Like, no. He's got kind of a bit of a fluffer. I don't wrist think he's shot, got right? a fluffer. No. Uh, he does put fluffer. the little puffer wrist shot yeah, on yeah. that. Of course, the that. one slap shot hits Bo right in the foot. Just, oh, what a warrior. I, I was I was certain Horvat was going to be out and miss some games.
0: Here's Here's what, what I like, think.
1: Broken foot, broken anything. I don't care. I'm playing.
0: Here's what I think. I think it is close to being broken, and I think he played regardless. How much do you want to bet that after this week, we find out he's day to day? And then it's gonna turn into a week to week. This whole team is day to day. Next
1: man. Elias Patterson.
0: I I mean, don't be surprised. Like it's it's probably at the point now where that it's gonna become that bone bruise, and within two days, I mean, anybody that's had the bad bone bruise knows that it gets a lot worse before it gets better. And he's probably just playing on adrenaline the last day or two and now it's gonna officially become an injury. That's my that's my uh, hot take.
2: That's what happened. He got he got Nailed by that shot, and he just didn't take his skate off. I was just gonna say he probably slept with it. He like went home, walked around with that like a big, the you know the rubber out to the ice skate on your boot, right? And yeah. Came back to the ice. is like, if you take that skate off, you're fucked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Hundred uh, we'll percent. We'll see
2: what happens over the next over the next six days, but I don't know if I, I, are we are we are we leaving the the possible trade talk behind completely? Because no, and I'm not even being sarcastic here, and I'm worried. That Jimbo is gonna run out of time. I have hope for him. He probably will. I'm not even being I'm not even joking around, but I'm worried he's gonna run out of time because this team went and, and won a few games beforehand. I have
0: hope for him this season. I don't know why for the last week or so it just seems like the official media is bumping up all these rumors. They're talking about guys as if like these things may happen. Like, Brandon Sutter, I saw on TSN today. Um, We're talking about Vertanen again for whatever reason. Tanner Pearson, I think there can be a conditional pick traded for that one. I think there's a possibility he still gets traded uh, based on a conditional pick. If he plays again this season, the pick turns into a third or whatever. If he doesn't, then maybe it's like a fourth or a fifth. I think that's possible. Um, But they need to start selling. Like, they have guys that are going to make the lineup next season. And they're going to be able to shed some serious cap space. They're going to need it for PD and Hughes and Demco, clearly. Um, but you need to find a way to, like, for the betterment of, the, of this team, for the future of this franchise. And we joked about it the other week about, you know, if Benning gets his other two years hey it's ryan from the pp1 podcast on crier media if you're looking for a spot to advertise your company your brand your cheese wheel some beer maybe some donuts this is the spot reach out to me via dm on twitter or instagram at always 94 and i'd be more than happy to chat with you worst case scenario we just become best friends and how awesome does that sound if, if he really wants two years if he wants to be back with this team and I know Aquilini's gonna have to, you know, continue to to spend money to keep him away from the team because I know that he hasn't even paid Travis yet. But like, if you really care about this team, and even if it comes from Aquilini, like, listen, you gotta make moves. You have to move these guys this trade deadline.
2: Like, does it has he to get happen. it though, Ryan? Does he get it? I don't know. I don't because know. It's been a lot. It's been a lot of years with a lot of of uncashed in chips. But he just he
0: comes out of nowhere with like an, a a great trade that you that has like no business happening
2: like, like what one
0: well I mean Tanner Pearson the Tanner Pearson that's a great trade I don't know how he makes that like he managed to get rid of Erica Branson he managed for, Tan- for yeah like that makes no sense and yet it still happened.
2: It definitely made no sense. It's a net zero as far as I'm uh, concerned.
0: Exactly. But if we can get another net zero where at least we can, even if we're shuffling the deck chairs, but we get rid of the deck chair that kind of has a shaky leg.
2: Yeah. He, uh, managed, he managed to find the other GM in the league who is part of the old boys club who thinks that Tanner, not that Erica Branson didn't have cement in his boots and could actually skate and be a valuable big, Lumbering tough defenseman He managed to find the other GM in the league Who thought that about him
0: There's going to be desperate teams So I think yeah, it happens was
2: That was great But uh, Like d- Doubling down first And then Making a mistake And then making another mistake And then trading it away Was luck right Like How often are you going to run into A scenario where that happens So we'll give him We'll give him the The good and trade That worked out But it only works out If they're able to flip Tanner Pearson And turn him into something Because if he walks Then it's just a big zero
1: yeah, fair enough, and I mean the injury totally—it doesn't help our situation it's bad timing. whatsoever.
2: And Benning's had bad timing with with all of the Chris Tanev injuries that happened just before trade deadline. But was he really ever going to trade him? None of us really <laughs> know for sure, right? Yeah. But I mean, we can we can surmise that he probably wasn't based on his history, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't think we I'm I'm worried for this team. I'm worried. I'm curious I'm curious, and I'm. I'm unsure if Mr. Benning gets it, if, if he's yeah. willing to make the moves that are possible. And even if he understands that he does have to make those moves, can he make the moves? I
0: think this team, it's so typical. We live by the sword and die by the sword. How did the Vancouver Canucks make the Stanley Cup playoffs and, and essentially get within a win of winning it all? 2011 was a great example. BXA, um, who else, the, where, how we were able to go and get, uh, or Salo got injured as well. Um, was, it, was that the way they were able to get uh, Lapierre and Higgins was because of all those injuries I so, we've, so been, yeah. we've been on the winning side of, of the injury yeah. so just when we needed a guy to step into the lineup magically somebody goes down and you know, that cap hit becomes our best friend so yeah. now we're on the side where we have to work against that and we have to find a way to get creative to now get to a point where you know, we're not winning but we need to get to the point where we're back and we can actually start doing those things again
2: so, and great point. So in your heart of hearts, boys, does Jim Benning do the right thing and trade away the proper assets, this trade deadline, or is it more of the same? I, I, think I think
1: one
0: piece he gets rid of.
1: Yeah. If you're asking me, like, I think he knows he has to do it. Um, if I have the faith in him of actually, you know, making the trade and getting something back that's worthwhile that I'm not so sure of, I don't know if I, I make that bet.
2: You're making so, you're making a bet. You're 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 not going to make that bet, Ryan. You make that bet that the trade happens. I say it's w-
0: I say one of the three guys we talked about get traded. Is and that to enough?
2: me, one.
0: It it depends. I think we've been, if you guys have been listening to any of the other podcasts out there the last week or so. If there's five trades that get made at the deadline total of of the entire league, if they trade one guy and we're part of that, I'd say that's a win. If there's 20 trades somehow and we trade one guy then i think betting you know forgot to charge his phone that day so i'm, I'm for that I'm for i think we have to look at the at the the or not the basically it's it's kind of all relative right so i think we have to look at the scope like you know depending on on how the rest of the league is viewing this and as i said Brady, i know i kind of stole your point on that with the quarantine but that's an entire week now mm-hmm. and it gets shorter if a guy's driving in his car and staying at a Motel Six on his way to his new team, and now he can bypass that extra, you know, couple days or whatever, and get in the lineup. I think that matters to a handful of teams that are willing to to make that bet. So, mm-hmm. I if there ever was a year, and there have been a lot of these, it feels like, but this is a pretty special year. If you really think you can make something happen you can better this team. Absolutely. And there are teams that are definitely going for it. I think Toronto is going to try to make something happen. Maybe it goes the other way and they take one of our guys, but it's actually a deal instead of a waiver pickup, but going the other way. Mm -hmm. So I think that's definitely a possibility. And I also think there's probably going to be somebody probably in uh, the Eastern conference or whatever you want to call it um, somewhere in the States that's going to try to make a play. I don't think it's Florida, but maybe it's Florida um, I mean, that relationship is an absolute goldmine, I, I guess, both sides, they feel. Um, so maybe there's a possibility there, or maybe they make a splash, and I don't know, they remember the rumor of Ekblad a couple of years ago? I doubt they trade him if they're making a run, but maybe the Canucks get creative. I mean, it'd probably cost Proc Besser or maybe Petey to make something like that happen, but, uh, you know, I, I think there's a possibility that this trade deadline could actually be pretty impressive, but having faith in Jim Benning i haven't had a lot of it up till now but at the same time i mean he does have that job he Wait sits a in the up, chair up
2: till now like as in you do have it now
0: well i have to have a little bit i got i got a little stitious i'm a little stitious for jim benning
2: cuz i think you made a good point there Ryan. i think the the you have to recognize that you need to make the trade if it's going to better the team right and i think the concern is there is that bettering a team could mean addition by subtraction, and does he recognize that?
1: I think any guy on our roster right now that is a UFA at the end of the season, you trade him for whatever they're willing to give you Absolutely. in terms of picks. If it's a seventh-round pick five years from now, sure, take it. Um, but it's the other contracts that get a little tricky, like trying to move the Antoine Roussel to the J. Beagles. That's where, you know, is it worth you know, holding on to them for one more year or, you know, are we going to give them something to sweeten the pot for the other side?
2: Yeah. Yeah. The, the idea of having to give up additional pieces and additional assets to try to move a guy like a Jay Beagle or an Antoine Roussel. I guess that's like,
1: probably more of an off season thing. Makes
2: me just see that. It's cringe worthy. Yeah. I mean, it's, those aren't
1: really guys yeah. that are going to be picked up at the deadline. I don't think, but
2: they're, they're, they're not even likely to go to Seattle. Like, if we're we're being completely honest, like yeah, those, I, con- those contracts are going to die here.
1: I think it's the Oilers, or maybe it's the Flames, or both that could be looking for some mid, uh, some bottom six Oilers. Back, I right, think right handed right handed centerman. They're looking Edmund for. Chuck, so mean, yep. Sutter, Sutter could be going that way potentially. Um, is
2: uh, is Toronto going to be placing anybody else on waivers or?
1: Yeah, we could use another center. Give him a day.
2: You guys want to get to dudes and guys. Yeah, oh, I actually wanted to oh, I wanted to thing? touch
1: on one thing you you, can. you mentioned Demko and how we had to sign him as on top of, you know, Hughes and Patterson. I was having this debate with uh, with a friend of mine the other day, um just on his contract and the situation because it's it's kind of a sticky one in a way because you know, how many games does he play in the NHL? Like 70, 75? Something like that. He has I don't think he's had 100 games yet, right? So for regulation I mean, for regular season. Yeah. I don't think at all. But I mean, anyway, he he's experienced, but he's not that experienced, and he's two years out of being a UFA, and that's a that's a funny spot to be in for his contract. What do you do? What do you offer career. him? Yeah. So, what do you offer him? Two years out from being a UFA, what's the what's the number? What's the years? What's the contract? Like, because well, you yeah, want to I- you want to lock him up. You want to get extra years after that UFA. But I mean, then the, then it get. It's complicated. Being a sixty-two games of NHL experience, where does the number go?
2: Who are who are comparables? I guess is probably going to be the question, right? Who who has played a similar amount of games that has uh, a similar established record? So, how many games uh, did Carter Hart play? Yeah, I was gonna, I was just going to say like a Carter Hart or an Elvis Merzlikens might be guys that they might want to look to, um, but I don't know when those guys are re reopt. So, I mean, they all could be waiting for each other to be figuring out what a, what a what a contract looks like but that being said it might not matter might it might they might understand well enough what thatcher demko's value is and if it comes in at the right amount of years maybe they look at locking him up for like four and a half plus um and if they all feel that this is the right guy and that you can lock him up for you know between four and a half and five or something like that for the next x years as long as that's four or five or six years or something like that that probably makes sense for the vancouver canucks right
1: yeah, I think I mean, do you want to go you want to is he playing good enough that you're confident you want to go over 3 3 years? Cuz I mean, anything short of that and I I think you lose letting him walk. And you if he gets really good, I mean, he could demand money elsewhere, right? So it's it's just an interesting situation.
0: 3 is a smart, 3 is a smart deal, I think. You don't want to start three, getting into 4. Any I I hate anything past 3 years for any player. I don't care who the player is. It could be Alex Ovechkin. I do not like, multi-year deals past three. Um, five, if they're your absolute rock superstar guy, um, you know, the the foundation of the franchise, even then, Five's really going crazy. I like Three. I wish the NHL would adopt that so that at least there'd be more parity in the league. But Yeah, it's, it's almost...
2: Sorry, it's almost certain that they're going to walk the same route that they did with, with Markstrom, right? And mm-hmm. that seemed to work. And, and after he signs a decent deal and plays out the next two, three years, and he's due for a big raise because he's had a great season, then this team will explore the idea of, of re-signing a Thatcher Demko for whatever market value is at that point. Say right now that that's like, what what did what did Markstrom get? Five point?
1: You got six by
2: six. So six. Six by six. So maybe with inflation two and a half, three years from now, maybe that looks something more like six and a half by six and a, by six or something like that. Maybe it looks like 6.75 by six. Maybe Here's how you do it. Raise works out by then, right? But but then they can decide at that point. Maybe he's uh, a couple of years younger than than a Markstrom at that age, and you think more positively about locking up a 28 year old goaltender as opposed to locking up a 40 year old goaltender for a six year deal, uh, knowing that he could just very easily go the route of a of a Braden Holpe and regress.
0: Here's what you're going to do with the contract. You're going to go the the Addy route first. <laughs> this is how you're going to rock it out. You're going to give him. You know, maybe give him that uh, that S7. Give him a little taste of the of the greatness. Maybe maybe even tease the R8. You go and give him like, listen, we're we're gonna give you something that you're not gonna forget. But when you earn it, we're gonna give you that e-tron. We're gonna go and we're gonna give you our flagship model, and you're gonna be our guy. But you gotta earn it. That's what they're gonna do. That's what they're gonna do. So they're gonna give him that three-year deal. He's gonna prove it. Then they're gonna be like, "We're gonna give you all the money by then. We can afford it because our owner will have money again." So that's how they're gonna do it.
1: I just don't know, man. It's just yes, you got to battle the UFAs at that point. He goes to free agency, but whatever. Yeah, but I, I, think, I think there's, there's too much weight that. It's a gamble. It's a they they're, gamble in, they're in tough,
2: right? Like yeah. it's not helping. It's not helping the Canucks. What what guys like Matt Murray made and Braden Holpe prior to signing in Vancouver made. What Braden Holpe makes right now is is. It, 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 Demco's salary pales in comparison to, right? And he's, he's, yeah, twice, three times the goalie to, yeah. So, s- different, different ends of, of the Holpe spectrum for too. What, s- signing a Braden Holpe for what they just signed him to only hurts what they're trying to do for Demco, yeah. Right? So,
0: here going on past success, let's get into dudes and guys. Here comes the ad Player's Choice Sports is your go to for sports cards and collectibles. They are an upper deck certified and diamond dealer, which means they're top shelf, like Elias Pettersen's slap Slapshot. Hockey, football, baseball, basketball too, and even Pokemon. They carry it all with plenty of throwback options as well. Get in on their weekly Facebook auctions and look for case breaks and drafts on their website. Have a card you're looking for? Call Jason and Katie and they'll get you figured out. Players' Choice Sports, the choice for cards and collectibles. Okay, guys. Time to do officially, officially the guys. And Brady, because we have no guests because this is a j cole album you get to go first because he does no you know Man. no features j cole
1: i just feel a little bit out to lunch on this you guys um haven't really been
0: okay ted been watching
1: the games
0: ted will <laughs> give you first shot you'll give some you can throw out something at the end that's fine we're gonna we're gonna hold you up tonight we're gonna keep Guy you of in the week. game Guy guys of the week.
2: guys of the week yep that's your damn co Seriously? You're, you're not? Thatcher Demko. Yeah, it's Thatcher Demko. If you're listen, Bud. hmm. If you can't be an A plus plus every night, you're a guy on this team. <laughs> we need you to be an A plus plus this team can't win games. So if you're only an A minus, if you're a B, it's unlikely that we'll win. So you being an A minus on this squad makes you only a guy, bud. So Ouch. You know,
0: that... that was harsh. Jeez, that was like the Choch card you just played there.
2: That's more of a, it's more of an indictment on this team than it is in Thatcher Demko, but If you
0: can't be be everything, you're nothing. Is that essentially what you're saying?
2: Basically, if you can't do everything. If you ain't first, you're last. On the nights that you can't do everything, then you're only just a guy.
1: Yeah, he keeps raising his expectations every week. So, I mean, it does make sense. That's how dudes and guys works, right? If you ain't first, you're last. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's that's unfair, crazy.
2: Yeah, it's unfair to him, right? I mean, he shouldn't have to be a plus plus every week. I like it. I like where you're coming with that but, one, though. But that's but that's just it, man. He asked. We need be, him. Or he, or yeah. He's just a guy. Yeah.
0: I I I do like where you're getting at on that one. Um, my guy of the week. I almost made him my dude, so this is going to be kind of weird. Alex Edler. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that, man. You you. You're you're turning into Sammy Sallow, where you're you're felling guys and you're doing it for both sides. You're doing it for the Canucks and against. I'm sorry, man. You haven't scored a goal this season. You've been close a couple times, but uh, if you're not if you can't score, you definitely can't be taking out the captain with an absolute rocket to the ankle or foot or whatever that hit. It looked awful, and we all were just thinking, "Oh no, oh, oh no." it's over, let's start selling pieces off by the end of the post game, Alex Adler, I need more out of you buddy I do, and I, I know this, there's no game to really prove me wrong, because um, they don't play till next week, but you've got You got some time to think about it and I'm gonna, you're gonna get back to me, I just I want to see you succeed, but you can't be breaking, you know, players on our team, you can do it to the other team you can't do it to our team my guy of the week, Alex Edler.
1: Brady is it safe to say Bob's is kid it safe to say that yeah, Bob's kid. Hey. Uh is it safe to say that uh his offensive abilities are, are completely gone at this point? No, I don't think so. I mean he hasn't got a goal this year.
0: I don't have a goal this year.
1: You don't have a goal? You nope. don't have a goal for the year, man? New Year's resolution, no goals? Yeah, no goals.
2: <laughs> I, listen, I, I think I think like most well things with Alex Edler, I think that he's that his defensive chops are still there. He doesn't have the foot speed that he used to have, but I think that he is still susceptible, just like he's been his whole career, to being mismatched or miscast in a role, right? So I think he is still valuable. I think that he can still handle himself defensively. I think he can still quarterback a second power play unit. I think he can still do all of those things, but I think he's just a little bit elevated to where he needs to be playing at right now. And he's just playing a little bit outside of his reach. You know, what's going to
0: happen too, in typical Edler fashion, when he scores, he's going to score in three straight games after that. <laughs> well, like, probably. Realistically, like it's going to be so Canucks for that to happen. He will have nothing to his name, and then he's going to score three straight.
1: And yeah, we're in dudes and guys. But while we're on the topic, just quick answer from you guys: Alex Edler, does he resign, and for how much?
0: I he resigns. I don't know if the Canucks offer him another contract. I'd say you're probably yes. in the two to three.
1: Okay, say 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 we don't offer him a contract. Typical. What happens to Alex Edler? Does he retire? And he goes to Calgary. He goes to Calgary and back. To, joins Tanov again. What, the if, ultra. The ultimate duo. You
0: yeah. got Marky there. You got Tanev. You got uh, Levo. I mean, I, I don't know if he Ian wants to Clark's play for Sutter. Be going there. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's a whole,
1: nother, that's a whole I, other. I thing, I man. do
0: think I think they sign him to a one year deal, probably through schmell. Nothing Schmel? multi, three Schmel, yeah.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be offering him any more than that. No, and I think you
2: know, and and he's just fine as a as your as your middle defenseman who needs to plays one if you need him to. Yeah, and 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 plays third pairing eventually, right? I mean, I think he's still a valuable guy, right? But that oh, being 100%. said, If they can get something for him and he allows the trade, and it's and it's a good take back because there's lots of teams looking for. I mean, think about what Ron Hainsey got. Yeah. A few years back, right? If they can get an, a deal like that on a haul like that, then you take it. Yeah. yeah,
1: I just I just can't see it happening. I think he just refuses to be traded.
2: He might. And you kind of um, have to love him a little bit for that, you know?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I love Edler. I think he's he's probably my favorite defenseman of all time.
0: For he's the in games. the lovable, like, group as the Sedins. Like, you wanted them mm-hmm. to move, but we all yeah. know it's not going to happen.
2: Matias Olin, Sammy Salo. But Olin did yeah. sign somewhere else, though. Like, he did, but, I mean, it was for, like a year and a bit right you yeah. never
1: scored for another team though is what i thought it was
2: oh that was makes sense easy. okay yeah. stop stop
0: uh, stalling there uh, mark yeah, Jordan. i got d-
1: I, I don't have a guy but i have a dude
0: no nope. no 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 you gotta How have, am i
1: supposed to have a guy of the week if i didn't really you're gonna be the games? guy of
0: the week if you don't have a guy of the week
1: yeah okay i'm, I'm the guy of the week i did i i was uh unfortunate not enough I, I couldn't watch you know games this week so
2: he had stuff going on Get do i do i go guy then or, or dude or do we, we going with i, got, I can
1: i can answer a dude because no you, know, go you go last on dudes you go
2: last
0: on dudes because you didn't have a proper guy i mean i i, well, I res- only got one dude i, so. I risk i respect you for calling yourself out so that's you can't, again you can't s-
2: swoop swooping and steal somebody's dude because that's what you'll do for sure
0: he will because there's okay. too many op- there's not a lot of options but there is too am many I, options. am i gonna go am I go gonna for it go? Add it okay. take it away buck
2: can I pick Andrew Cop? <laughs> no. Okay. Sorry. Can I pick? Can I pick Connor Hellebuck? Oh. No, okay. You know what? Um, no, really though. Like my my dude for this week is is got to be, you know, Big Zach, Big Zach Mcewen. I was thinking that. I mean, he went up against that fight with that fight with Logan Stanley. Have then you guys seen Logan Stanley? I got to see him in person. Uh, playing Penticton, that guy is an absolute monster. Like six foot seven, two hundred twenty-five pounds. Like he makes Tyler Myers look small because he's a bigger man than Tyler Myers. He's so, more man. Um, and this, yeah, he's more man. Like I, I Too don't know much if you man. Guys saw the hit a couple weeks back where he just he just smushed that guy into the end boards as they were coming around on the forecheck. Like he is a big man, and we talk about Zach being a big guy. I mean, Zach gives up a lot. He gives up like five inches and then some in weight. So to see him go toe to toe with Stanley at a time when the team kind of needed a little bit of a charge, whether you're a fan of fighting or not, uh, you could tell that his teammates liked it. And then he dropped him. He, he dropped did. the big man with a big punch after he ate a few too. So he stood in there in that fight. So my, yeah, my my due to the week is going to go to uh, to Big Mac for sure. Oh, that,
0: I was thinking about that too. That it was. It's funny. I again, yeah, fighting. It is what it is now but it's funny just watching him and just the emotion and just like his heart's there. Like yeah, he's yeah, he's ready to go to bat for his team, right?
2: Organic fight, right? Well, it wasn't yeah. like a, hey, we have to go cuz it's, you know, coach said I got to go. Do you want to go? Okay, let's go. Yeah. It wasn't that, right?
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't cheap. Um, my dude and he hasn't had the most offensive week, but just watching his edging, his edge work again and just the way he's like cutting and dazzling around the blue line, like it's Quinn Hughes. He's still, he's doing, doing the do. He's still putting up points, not in a ridiculous fashion. Um, he's getting zero, zero Norris love whatsoever. Um, and which is just upsetting, you know, he's not having, uh, as far as goals go, he's definitely not having a, a season to remember, but uh the assists are definitely there. He seems like he's in on almost every goal, it feels like. And just like I said, the edge work, just his little, his button hooks and his little pivot moves that he's been doing lately. Um, the team's been losing, but it's still fun to watch Quinn Hughes. And I know he hasn't made a ton of great plays. Like his, his defensive game is definitely lacked, I think, overall this season. But on the offensive side, I'm willing to forget a lot of those defensive gaps because he's still putting points on the board.
2: He really stirs that drink offensively, though. Hey? He does.
0: He's just, ev- there's, it, it is. Like, he's the center. Like, everything flows, it seems like, yeah. through him. And like I said, it's those little edge work moves that you can appreciate as someone that cannot skate um, me. And mm. just what he's able to do, like, it, it's kind of like watching Pavel Datsik and the Sedins as a defenseman, as far as, like, their edge work and what they're able to do in a phone booth. And then it's like his last-ditch effort, he still holds on to it, and somehow he manages to keep a play alive. And it's that same, like, that non-scoring, you know, that non-scoring highlight that we always would get excited for. You know, the Sedines, they do something, you're like, I can't believe those guys pulled off. And it might not result in a goal, but you're still going to remember it. Yeah, it's just it's the wow factor. And when he does start scoring again or the power play gets going, I mean, he's going to be that much better. I mean, I think we're all excited to see if Patterson comes back and what, what that's going to look like, I think that team gets a nice boost, and I think that's when Quinn Hughes' numbers really get going again. So, um, Again, there's not much to work with this week, but Quinn Hughes is definitely still standing out for me personally.
1: Yeah, and like just to add on that, I mean, one thing I've noticed um with Quinn Hughes, you know, he does so much for our power play, but the one thing I really like about it is he he knows when it's time to get a shot off, and he's not afraid to shoot that puck on net. And it usually hits the net. Like that is the huge bonus for the Canucks in that power play. Sure. I mean, we just gotta we gotta start scoring some more, but that's just one thing I love about Hughes, is just to add on to that. Um but I thought I gotta go with the dude of the week here. Um I just gotta go with Bo Horvat, you know, I saw him uh you know, take that uh, Alex Edler slap shot to the foot. Um, I was certain he this he was missing games for that. You know, I've already said that. I earlier. was certain his
0: season was over.
1: Yeah, yeah, and there he is. You know, forty eight hours later. Um, you know, start starting lineup. Starting lineup. Line up you know, Bo Horvat first so, shift. I don't know what he did. If he, you know, is taking some sort of pain meds. Cortisone. <laughs> the guy's like Superman, dude. So total dude of the week, Bo Horvat. That's what captains do, and he did it right.
0: I like that. That's that's a good pick. I mean, you're right, Brady. I think everyone and their dog thought that his foot was shattered because what else would you think when you saw that happen? And the multiple replays and the opponents pushing him to the bench with their sticks. Like, it was a bad scene. And we all thought – I thought the worst. I I kind of had him written off for the season at that point. So the fact that, you're right, starting lineup, I mean – I, I really do hope that his foot isn't actually broken, or to the point where he's out for two weeks. But man, I couldn't take a shot like that and keep going. No way. No way.
2: Yeah, and and, and he played 15 minutes in that game, right? I mean, yeah, that's not, that's not as much as we're accustomed to. Seeing not a him pigeon, play, but but <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had guys like Tyler Gravack were in that game, Jace Harlock. I mean, we were moments away from seeing a guy like you know jt miller obviously play number one minutes and then go down to somebody else's number two center
0: yeah absolutely yeah unbelievable so great great call on that brady i like it i like it a lot um we should probably be good to go here um i think we're almost at the end um reminder to everybody for the headphones um from spinners these bad boys that we're wearing um end of the month. We're sending away our second pair. I can't believe it's only our second pair. It feels like we've given away a ton, but um, these bad boys, I love them. I'm getting, they're really comfortable now, now that I've, they're in my my regular uh, repertoire. I, I do quite enjoy them. Brady, what are you, you rocking them as well? Kinda, oh
1: yeah, man, I love them. They're great. The noise canceling is just freaking awesome.
0: You and your Mac Every Miller. Every time
1: the girlfriend's just yakking at me, I just throw my headphones beep. on and just beep. Yeah. And uh, you know, she just, it's like Click, you know, the movie when he's just like silencing Everything that bugs them, it's I just love like it. that. So
2: it really is weird, right? Because it's quiet, and then you think it's quiet, and then you hit the noise canceling button, and then it's like, whoa! Yeah, Where yeah. did everything go. Right? Yeah, like it's it's strange.
0: Yeah. So uh, one final thing, um, I just had it in the rundown. It was kind of funny. Um, so I was dropping off uh, a hat for Ted this week. Uh, large cast. Uh, I I'd won two. I've remembered last season. I think uh, Brady I was seeing if you were able to hook me up with that hat pickup. Um, I had won two of their contests for the I guess the score. I got the last one this or this season. I got it bang on. I even had Hoglander scoring. I think I had him getting like two points or something. Um, anyway, so they uh, sent those over. So I thought you know Ted was on on the Larch cast. So you know rightfully so he deserves a hat. And they sent two. I wasn't expecting so. Um, so anyway, I said I'm going to bring one over, and uh, we had just come back from uh, our Costco trip, and had the the fam in the car there. And he's like, "Yeah, actually, I'm just on my way. I got to go pick up uh, pick up the, our online order for groceries." And I I I can't do that. I need to be in the store. Like I, I'm a I'm an in the store, not necessarily impulse, but kind of impulse guy. And Ted's like, "No, you know that way we spend less money. We go in there, and we've got a game plan." And then I quickly realize I see his wife pop up, and she's like, yeah, he's like, M&M's? Absolutely, chuck them in. I realize that um, Ted's wife and I are like the exact same person when it comes to grocery shopping, whereas my wife and him are the same one. Checklist, everything on there, food that's that matters that you can make a meal out of instead of just like, ah, oh, just throw it in the bin and see what happens.
2: Don't deviate from the list. Yeah. Um, you meal plan, and you go to the grocery store after you ate.
0: It was it was so funny. I just Pretty simple rules. We we yeah. agreed. We looked at each other and we're both laughing. And we're like, "Yep, we need to go shopping together because I think uh, <laughs> we could do some damage in that grocery store." So,
1: man, you guys are lucky you can get to the wives to the grocery store. Man, for me, it's that's a battle. I'm uh, I'm it seems to be the one. I'm always the guy getting the groceries, but you know, it's good though because then I get to pick what I want to. Are eat.
0: are you a list guy though, Brady? Do you write a list or you just go like freaking ham in there?
1: I just go, you know. Yeah. I got a pretty good memory, so I mean, and then and then the whole, you know, you see something and that takes over, and you treat yourself a little bit. Yeah, I don't have a great memory
0: is, in the grocery store. Yeah. I say I do, and then I'll come back, and I had to go for like two things, and one of them I'll forget,
1: and I'll pick up. I will up five. say, yeah, I, I usually forget. Like if it's a full shop, if I'm not going just to pick up a couple things, there's always one thing that's forgotten.
0: Yeah, yeah, and yet people don't forget.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember back in the day, my mom making lists to go to the grocery that's store. That's Bob's and got, wife. It, it would get to the point. Yeah, Bob's ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, you would get to the point where, like, she would know the aisles. She would know every every damn aisle. So she would write her list by aisle, right? Oh, that's
2: so, so smart. So like,
1: she'd just go like aisle go.
0: five, um, spice.
1: Oh yeah, efficient shopper, man, for sure. Wow. 100%.
0: There you go. Well, this was fun. (laughs) We managed to not talk about the Canucks as much as humanly possible. Uh, We got through this. uh, Boys, final words. Brady, give you first dibs.
1: No, man, I don't think I got much. Canucks got the bye week, which is honestly pretty nice for me because I'm absolutely slammed with school right now. So to take my eyes off the TV for a little bit, it's going to help a lot. But... uh, I think, you know, Canucks at this point, Canucks season is is all but over. So I think it's it's time we start looking towards the, uh, the deadline and the draft.
0: Ted, final words? Uh,
2: bye week in the NHL for our boys. Bye week at home. Other than that, uh, I think it's going to be a fairly active week on Twitter. We got lots going on. So throw a follow to the podcast. Um, you can catch me at T-E-E-3-R-E-E-T-3. Um, and we'll see what goes on for the rest of the week. So it should be a good one. Excellent.
0: And uh, shout-out to our boys at uh, Ballhawk Podcast. That's uh, awesome for them. It's tough to get us started, but they're already on episode three. I know they're going to be rolling. Hopefully, they can, killing it. they can land a guest or so in the next little bit. Um, NFL, it's, I mean, it's a global brand, right? So um, I'm sure they'll do just fine. Um, one thing, and then I'll just say goodbye. Did you guys see... Those warrior gloves that that uh, team in uh, Jacksonville is wearing tomorrow night. The Infinity Gauntlet gold gloves.
1: Ooh, that sounds uh, absolutely amazing. They're
0: they're on Twitter. I I think I tagged the podcast account, so whoever wants to take advantage of that. Um, They are sick. I would love to own a pair. Um, Can you snap your fingers, though? Well, I don't know. Maybe you get a goal if you just snap, like... Maybe make the playoffs. What would well, it you cost you? If you could snap you your fingers
1: and change one thing about the Canucks, what would it be?
0: Oh, man. New GM.
1: Well, let's find out next week, eh?
0: I like that. Let's Good teaser. Good teaser. Man. Or as Rip calls it the kicker. I think it's called a kicker, right? Yeah. Okay, we're good with that. On behalf of all of us here, I'm Ryan. This is episode I Can't Remember. Thanks for listening. 83. To P- 83. Thanks, Brady. Appreciate it. Uh, back. <laughs> you're, you're listening to the PP1 Podcast peace out thanks everybody
1: catch you next time
0: you guys are taking way too long to do that Chase louise
1: I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. The Podcast Superfriends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers.